So, Frank Warren, lovely to be joined by you again. And I think we can officially say boxing is back. It's back at last after all these terrible months of inactivity and all the trials and tribulations that everybody's been going through. They now can see some great boxing back on BT, the first show. I'm really looking forward to it on Friday, 10th of July. And how important was it to get the ball rolling again? Because obviously there's been, all sports have had the same issue with finding out how to do it safely. And basically it takes one to get it right and then everyone can follow suit. How, how important was it to be the first to get it right? Well, we're used to being pioneers and I hope that we did get it right. And uh, there's been a lot of planning and thought gone into it by everybody concerned, certainly um, you know, brought it in my office from and the boxing board control to the health and safety aspect of it, and certainly from BT because we're obviously broadcasting the uh, the fights from studio, so it has to be a very safe in, environment. So a lot of work, as I say, has gone on to, to get us into it to get us where we're at. Um, but we had to get it on because the sport has to remain relevant. You know, we've got to get it out there. People want to see it. There are, as you know, boxing's a massive massively uh, popular sport in this country and people want to see it and uh, obviously the other situation is the boxers have not been fighting they've been stuck like a lot of people sitting at home nothing to do some have been training some haven't but the ones who are fighting obviously are, have got themselves kept themselves in condition and worked hard and uh, we now got something to aim for and we'll be doing some shows on a regular basis now so how many people are actually going to be there are you are you going to be ringside I'm going, of course I'm going. <laughs> middle. Uh, I think the maximum we can have in the building at any one time, at one stage, is 65. So that's it. But we're trying to keep that level down. So there'll be, as a fight takes place, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, the fighter arrived, the fighter take, the fighter a fight, then he'll leave, he'll leave the venue, the referee, what the referee for that fight would then go and shower, get himself prepared for one of the other fights. Um, everybody will be locked down. That includes uh, not just the boxers, but their camp, their, uh, the doctors, the, you know, everybody working on the show. They'll be locked down for um, at least 48 hours and they will be tested and they have been tested and will be tested again to ensure that by the time we get there on the night, that everybody um, is fit and able and COVID free. Are you looking forward to, obviously, we would all rather have fans there, but are you looking forward to seeing something different? No, I'm not trying to have the fans there, but we've got to make the best of a situation. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be different, a different environment. I mean, one thing about it is for the fighters, you're not going to have a home fighter. They're both going to be away fighters. There's no one going to be there cheering either, either of them. It is what it is. So that's, that in some ways might, might be a, make it a bit more of a level playing field for guys who come in as what, what they feel are opponents. Um, and... It's, I think, you know, from, a, from the viewer at home's perspective, it's going to give them a chance to maybe see boxing filmed differently because obviously the, uh, the cameraman's not going to be inhibited by the crowd. So the director's going to have a bit of a free reign to hopefully come up with something different and make it even more interesting. What's going on in the ring? Because all that matters is what goes on in the ring. Not all this stuff I'm hearing about fireworks and ring walks means nothing. The only fireworks we want are in the ring. That's what counts. That's what the fans want to see. And, and finding the fights themselves, obviously people are in different, they're all in different situations. Like you say, some it's probably easier to lock down and train than others, depending on what access they've got to gyms and everything. How hard was it to find the guys when you, when you had a date 
to say, right, this is the day. Are you ready for a big fight then? Well, there, have, there are some of the guys that were due to fight. As you know, we had some shows during March, April, May, June. Um, their dates were set. Uh, some of them have just ticked over and managed to keep themselves going. And they've been quite professional about it. And, uh, you know, we, we're kicking off, obviously, with Brad Foster and James Beach, which is for the uh, British Commonwealth um, Super Bantamweight title. That's a, that's a cracking fight. But both of them are really up for it. I mean, they're so up for it. They're both, um, both of them have had uh, 12 fights apiece. They're both undefeated. So it's going to be, you know, that, that's got, got something, you know, good about it. Got a fantastic undercard on there. And all of the, all the fighters should be in tip-top condition. And it gives some of these youngsters, you know, I've been looking at the football over the last, over the last, certainly this weekend. And you see names like, you know, from my team, Arsenal, you see like Saka, you see Greenwood, you see Foden all come through, suddenly becoming, you know, people are seeing them. They've got a platform. These young fighters now coming through are going to have a massive platform. They're going to get seen. They may have been down on undercards of other shows to start with. They're going to get seen. It's a big chance for them to, to shine. So there's going to be some, I think there's going to be some new stars come out of this by the end of hopefully this we hope fairly soon that we're going to a position where you can have live shows. But whilst that's happening, it gives a big chance for some of these youngsters to come through. You know, like Hamza Shiraz is on there. He's 10 and 0 now. He's fighting Paul King from Scotland. He's 12 and 1. That's a good evenly matched fight. And I really do rate Hamza. I think Hamza is, a, is going to be a big star. You've got Mark Chamberlain on there. He's 5 and 0. He's fighting Stu Green. It's again, it's a, it's a good little fight. A uh, new heavyweight signing, David Adier, who was, uh, as you know, was out sparring with Tyson in preparation for his fight with Deontay Wilder. He'll be having his second fight against Matt Gordon. And then we've got Dorian Krasmaru, who's a 2-0, who's a very exciting young fighter. He's in with Phil Williams. So that's the card. And it gives all these kids a chance to show what they've got. And I honestly do believe some of these are going to be big stars in the future. Someone like David Adelaide must be chomping at the bit now because it's this is kind of... Uh a show that's going to get way more eyes on it because of the fact it's the first show back. And for all of them, it's a huge opportunity. And when you're David Adelaide, who basically wants to go and knock someone out, right? What a nice platform for him to be able to do that. Well, it is, isn't it? You know, it, it, you know can he emulate what Daniel Dubois has done? Coming through from, you know, coming through with basically not known outside of the amateur, amateur world. Can he come through and do what, what Daniel's done? Um, I think I think he's I think he's a tremendous young prospect. So it's going to be very interesting. And as I say, he's got the opportunity now to show what he's got. And Hamza Shiraz as well. You mentioned that fight. That's going to be a good one. Hamza's uh, he had a great night up in Birmingham, wasn't it? In in November, uh, plenty of support, massive crowd, huge celebrations in the dressing room afterwards. And yeah, he's a bit he's a bit of a strange one as well because he's what six foot two, six foot three, and he's super welter. He reminds me of a, of a Tommy Hearns, you know, when back at, you know, all those years ago, Tommy Hearns was a, you know, world away. He was, he was like six foot one, six foot two, big tall guy. And he's like that rangy, but he's exciting. He can punch. He's a good banger. He's knocked over six of the 10 fights that he's had. And he's good. He's good quality. He's got a lot of movement. I really, really do like him. And I, I well, you know, I'm hoping, and he's hoping, obviously Paul King doesn't come, and upset the apple cart, but you know, it's a big chance for Paul Keane. As I say, there's, you know, you mentioned up there, big crowd behind him. They're all there, all celebrating and behind him. There ain't no crowd, no crowd there. So how's that going to affect these guys' performances? 
It's going to be interesting. And then the, the main event, uh, Brad Foster and James Beach. Like you so said, this, this, this is the level that uh, when we were talking about, uh, when we were talking in April about boxing coming back and what we wanted, this is what we wanted, right? A British title fight, get it on TV. And yeah, this one is, is, is the perfect one to open up boxing again, right? I think it is. As I say, they're both undefeated. And, you know, and the winner can go on and do something much, much better. So it's a big opportunity for him. I like Brad. I think Brad's been, been quite a, a fine for us. You know, and, uh, and I, think he, I think he has the capability of going on and doing some bigger things. So this is a, this is a great exposure for him massive exposure for him and it's a good fight for the fans it should be a very competitive fight between the two of them how much time off did you end up having like actual time off where you didn't have anything you could do i, I had a lot of time i was like i've got to be honest with you i was sort of it was pain at the end because the, the, the problem we had ron it's not like you say right you know you know it's all about fights are all about dates you know you make the fight the guy trains to be maximum you know maximum peak condition for say, for example, for the Temple of July, you've got no dates, all they can do is tick over. So all we're doing is juggling, you know, trying to get the dates, get some guidelines, guidelines from uh, the government, the Boxing Board of Control, the me medical side of it. So it's been pretty, for me, it's been uh, very frustrating, as it is for a lot of people, but it's just been a frustrating time. But now we've got some light at the end of the tunnel and we can uh, kick off with these fights now. And has it been easy or hard making these fights? Because, you know, we're talking about things, the schedule's moving so much. Has it been easy or hard making the fights? Because you say people are desperate to make them, but you've still got to line them up. Well, some people have not been able to, obviously not been able to train, and they've been training at home because, they, because of social distancing. That's been relaxed, so they're back in training. So, you know, the fights make up, but then you've got to get them tested and make sure they're being tested properly. So it's all that aspect because people from all around the country, it's not like, the, you know, it's, for example, a football club where, you know, they all show up at the club. They all get tested. You know, somebody, for example, you know, Brad Foster's up in Litchfield. James Beach is in uh, Beswick, Blockswick, sorry, Bloswick. And they're all over the place. But you've got them getting tested, and that's what we've had to do. So, and touch wood, they all came back yesterday with uh, negative results. So, as it is now, they're all negative. <laughs> Was there any pushback at any point? Was everyone trying to work towards the same thing? There, there was a sum of it, but you can understand it. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, what you can't do, you can't keep pushing and pushing for it to happen if it's not safe. Of course, we all want it to happen. And that's, that was the prime concern. It had to be safe for everybody involved, not just the fighters, but, you know, the, all, the, all the people working there. And obviously, you know, from your end, from the BT people, you know, the, the crews all working, everything had to be absolutely uh, safe. It had to be a safe environment. And that was the prime concern. So as much as I'm one of them who says, come on, let's get it done, let's move and pushing it and I want to get it, make it happen. You've got it. We had to ensure that that side of it was, was paramount and that we complied with everything. And that's what we've done. So we want to do it as safe as possible. And we wanted to do it in the studios because we felt that was the safest environment for it. I mean, we could come up with something and said, right, let's go to a different place and different, you know, uh, come up with a bit snazzy. But at the end of the day, the studio is, I mean, it's the biggest indoor studio in Europe that we're in, but it's the lovely studio, as you well know, and it's perfect. It's, it's a contained environment, and we can ensure that we are in, a, in an environment that's basically a lockdown environment where people are not, you know, not going to be tempted to go anywhere and do anything outside of it. We've got them there. They're in the hotel next door. They're not going anywhere. And 
you know, the, from the boxing border control, certainly I know from the medical aspect of it, they're highly delighted with the environment that we're in. There's no, no, you know, uh, concern about safety, obviously subject to everybody passing their test. So it's, it's a great environment for it. And as you know, we did Total Combat in the studio a couple of years ago, and it was really good. It really looked good there. Was there a point where you thought, oh, we're not going to have a, we're not going to have a card for a year? No, I didn't feel that. There was the point, obviously, I felt that, you know, when are the live audiences going to be allowed back in? And I'm sort of confused at the moment. I sort of look at it and there are people saying, well, we don't, you know, social distances and so forth. And then you look on Saturday night, everybody's out on the pitch, they're in pubs, they're all, you know, no one's complying with any social distancing, the same on the beaches and so forth. They're having raves, they're doing all these different things. And, you know, you're thinking, if you were going to put a fight on, or a live music event or whatever, you're going to put it on in a venue. You know you're testing everybody before they go in. You know all those things can happen. You take you can take everybody's temperature. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not forcing the issue, trying to force that issue, but I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is going on. We it'd be safer with what we're doing than allowing people to be out, you know, going on the getting drunk and doing all the silly things that they're doing. And and they're finding it very difficult to police these things. Whereas in a controlled environment, it would be better. But obviously that's down the road and we've got to see what, what the government's advisors, the scientists say that we can do in the future. But the entertainment industry in general is, is really struggling, really struggling. And all sport is as well because, you know, they need the live gate revenue to make sure these things are financially viable. I mean, basically we're running these shows. There's no money in it for us. There's no profit in these shows that we're doing. And if in anything, they're costing us much more because of the cost of all this, of the testing and the safety aspects and so forth. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the obvious answer, Frank, is you need to take boxing to the beach. Do the best of both worlds. It's the bash at the beach. Or, or just, or, or take it over the park and have a rave. <laughs> See, no, look, I'm, you've got all the lines. These are all the sales lines you need. I'm thinking of the posters already. <laughs> yeah, I know it could be. We could have some fun. We could have some fun. Yeah, life's a beach. But I think we we can look. It's just small steps at a time. Let's get it on, and I'll be delighted when this first one's out of the way, and, it, and it hopefully it goes through that hitch, and it'll set the set the parameters from what we're going to have to work work. You know what the sports going to have to work within safety aspect, and uh, we can then hopefully keep our fingers crossed that people are sensible and we get to a situation where they do let the United events back on because we've got some great cards lined up, you know, ready to go for those. Is it one of those things as well where you sort of, until you're there and it's happening in front of you, you don't know, you don't believe it's going to happen? Exactly. You know, anything, I mean, I could wake up, oh, please God, I don't, I could wake up tomorrow with a cold. Anything can happen, can't it? Mm. You know what I mean? So we really on this and it's got and we can't have any i mean i know bob aram did a couple of shows in the states one fighter went off to the casino didn't he before he's supposed to fall and it got you know we can't have stuff like that people have got to act responsibly very responsibly it's not just the fighters it's all their connections the people around them the trainers everybody's everybody involved in this has got to be responsible otherwise it's pointless did you speak to uh, Bob much in trying to get it on? Because Top Rank have been running shows for a while out there. Obviously, the States is an entirely different situation with when they've opened things up and when they're shutting them and, and their rules for everything. So it, I, I understand it's different and he's got casinos that he can hold it in. But uh, did you talk to him about things that they went through to try and speed things up that might help you? Yeah, I think it's a different situation. I mean, their, their thing is, is in the bubble, isn't it? They're taking over a complete floor at a hotel. 
obviously it's the MGM, they've got a room there, so they're, they're containing everybody there. And, that, and that's, But they've had quite a few people test positive. Mm. I think five or six people, not just fighters, I think some of the you know, managers or trainers. So you've got, you've got to be very careful. And what we can't have, I've had a few people say to me, oh, I want, you know, obviously everybody wants to be there, come and see it live. You just can't come in. You, you know, it's not going to happen. Don't ask me. Don't embarrass me and don't embarrass yourselves by asking me. You cannot come along. It's only going to be the people that's involved. We cannot do that. And I'm not going to go and put everything at risk, you know, for being a nice fella, squeezing somebody in to go and stand up the back. That is not going to happen. We've got to be very, 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 very um, adult about this and sensible with it. We just can't afford to have any slip-ups. How do you feel about the, the state of boxing in terms of the, the international fights? When do you think that will start happening again? Because, you know, I, I see them mentioning dates about the Fury Wilder 3 being on December 19th in Vegas. But you know, I think everyone reads that and thinks, well, how do we know? Like, how do we know that we'll even well, be able to go there or anything? I, I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, you know, they're all dates. The thing is, you've got, to, you've got to sort of look at what dates are available. And if that date's available in Vegas, because it's contracted to go on in the States, then that's where that's the date now hopefully by then that there'll be an easing of the lockdown and so forth so forth hopefully by then nevada will be in a, a different place than it is now and vegas will be in a different place but who knows i mean they've had a lot of outbreaks in the states haven't they that's you know it's not exactly um uh i mean i don't think they took it as seriously as most other countries did did they you know you, they just shut down or oh, last week shut down florida same with texas and I think the people in Nevada have been very, very strict, certainly in uh, Vegas, because they, they, they're, they're very concerned of, of, of other outbreaks. So we've all got to be sensible. And as I say, you've got to, you have to have a date to aim for. So they've got, a, you know, there's a date there and hopefully it will go on on that date. We've just all got to keep our fingers crossed. Well, I was seeing rumours as well about Boxing Day in Sydney. I always thought that was going to be one for the, for the cricket, but I can see you now, Frank, with a pair of, like incredibly short board shorts on, your flip-flops, doing your press conference, big pair of shades, Boxing Day in Sydney, fancy that? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I think that'd be great. But um, uh, I, again, it's, an, it's another one that's out there. I'm, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Who knows? They come up with the money, it'll be in Sydney. And if it's safe enough to do it, it'll be there. It's all about, you know, people coming up, you know, with a guarantee on the gate. That's really what it's about. I understand. I, I see what you're saying, Frank. What you're saying is, you and me, massive cocktail, Bondi Beach. Oh, well, you and I be out boxing. We'll be out. You know, a bit of surfing. Yeah. That'd be us. Get wait for shouts. There'd be a lot out there. <laughs> All right, then, Frank. It's been lovely talking to you as usual. Keep yourself and, safe and, well, enjoy having a fight week again, I guess. Fingers crossed. That's all we want to do. We want to have a really good night, a great night for the fans which are all the fans are going to be at home watching this, I hope. And I think they'll be entertained unless uh, we get the show on the road, back in, back in the scenes and live boxing on BT, the place to be. You want to see boxing? They're first again. We're the first up. BT and us, we've got it done. What a sales pitch. Cheers, Frank. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>